Chapter Sixteen of Coppertop. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by April six zero nine zero, California, United States of America. Coppertop by Harold Gaze. Chapter Sixteen. Discovered by the East Wind i will drop them here growled the clerk of the weather they're not worth carrying further wretched brats and so saying he dropped them down beside a pyramid the pyramid of giza i don't think they'll pester me again he chuckled and when the east wind finds them littering up his favorite resting-place he'll bury them deep beneath the sand laughing he went on his way and left coppertop tibbs and kittiwee lying in the shadow of the pyramid before long the east wind came as was his time-long custom to rest beside the pyramid he was weary and hot with blowing over the burning desert and was not in the best of temper he had just arrived from india having blown a plague from shawland into the ruby sea and he felt he fully deserved a snooze beside his favorite pyramid but what was this nestling against its base in the very spot where he himself would sit he beheld three small forms who had dared to place them there in his private snuggery some frivolous breeze has blown this rubbish here cried the east wind angrily but they shall not trouble me long i will heave up the sand about them and bury them deep and then sit thereon he had just commenced to blow up the sand into little swirls and eddies when he was interrupted by a voice saying oh no you don't my friend oh no you don't the east wind paused and looked round in astonishment but he could see no one i'm a kind of fairy godfather to those three little bits of rubbish continued the voice and anyone who harms them will have to reckon with me the east wind grew slightly nervous and the voice went on if you take my advice who burst out the east wind is going to take your advice when they can't even see you who are you he added feeling nervous and irritated mr adam at your service laughed the gallant little person and if you lay a finger on these children i shall just in that case i'm off cried the east wind without even waiting to hear just exactly what mr adam would do for he was a great coward and frightened of anything that he couldn't see or understand and away he flew back to india in a very bad mood hm i'm rather sorry i frightened him away like that remarked mr adam he may have had the december day that coppertop is in search of they'd better rouse up in double quick time and follow the rascal back to india wake up wake up wake up he cried to the sleeping children to tibbs and kiddiwee he caused his voice to sound like the song of golden larks in the far away beyond and to coppertop it sounded like the crowing of her pet bantam in the farmyard at home i thought that would do the trick laughed mr adam as he watched the effect of his magic upon the children i think they will be all right now bless em and the kindly little person disappeared at the sound of his voice each child roused up with a happy smile gracious i thought i heard began coppertop yes so did i exclaimed kiddiwee i say this is jolly funny where on earth are we cried tibbs and the three bewildered children sat up on the sand and gazed around them trying vainly to make out where they were and how they got there 
heavens why we've got to the pyramid somehow exclaimed coppertop staggering to her feet and gazing up helplessly at the huge stone monument towering above them isn't it simply tremendous let's climb it exclaimed tibbs we couldn't why each step's as big as i am and besides well i distinctly heard my little bantam crow and coppertop set her lips firmly yes and i heard the golden larks i did cried kiddiwee his little face glowing with excitement well so did i but that's no reason why we shouldn't climb the pyramid come on no said coppertop and she meant it that crowing was a kind of mysterious warning oh rot interrupted tibbs but he looked slightly uncomfortable all the same yes it was i shall be dreadfully angry if you say it's rot it's a warning that time is getting short and i've simply got to find that old december day as fast as ever i can look cried kiddiwee what funny sand the others looked and saw to their surprise that letters were being written on the sand as though by some great invisible finger spelling it letter by letter it read follow the east wind to india he says a prayer at the taj mahal each morn now then you see i was right cried coppertop as soon as she had breath to speak there's something very very mysterious about all this i wonder what the third thing will be why should there be a third thing girls are always so superstitious said tibbs he felt decidedly uncomfortable and did not like mysterious things in any shape or form i don't know but there always is answered coppertop gravely i wonder why the east wind prays at the taj mahal it's the grave of an old indian queen woman called nirmahal which means light of the harem daddy told me all about it where is it asked tibbs at agra replied coppertop and i've seen it it's simply gorgeous well if we've got to go to india let's start it's a jolly long way come on kiddiwee but however am i to go cried coppertop my wings are gone i forgot that said tibbs ashamed of his thoughtlessness couldn't we carry you it would take ages that way she replied and they sat down on the sand again to think the matter over if the old big bed hadn't been shipwrecked we might have sailed over the sand on that or if we could find some camels suggested tibbs they call them the ships of the desert you know miss smiler is a camel said coppertop fingering the little bronze animal that hung on a chain round her neck but she's so very small i don't suppose she'd do that little thing laughed tibbs lor no you've no business to laugh at her anyway pouted coppertop daddy gave her to me and she's a very dear little person and so saying she took the little bronze camel from the chain and kissed it no sooner had she done this than it began to grow oh look she cried how perfectly wonderful it's coming to life it's turning into a real one and so it was it raised its head and looked round in a calm and dignified way opening its languid eyes a little wider and then catching sight of the children smiled broadly what a ducky little thing exclaimed coppertop oh do look it's simply screaming with laughter now oh crikey laughed tibbs it's a lively little beggar yes it's tickling so giggled coppertop i can hardly hold it for miss smiler was now racing round and round her hand as fast as her legs would carry her she'll grow to any size we want her i believe 
said coppertop oh exclaimed kiddiwee i'd like her as big as a real one i would hush warned his sister don't let her hear you say that she is a real one or at least she thinks she is and she'd be terrifically angry and hurt if she thought that you thought she wasn't see yes but is she whispered kiddiwee yes perhaps she whispered back i'd like her as big as this old pyramid she added aloud and then she would go at a simply huge rate End of chapter sixteen